the Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Your Safe Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything. And on today's show, we are doing an episode about how to know when it's time to call it quits or how to know when your relationship may have run its course. Now, happy Sunday and happy weekend to my favorite people. It is another solo episode from me today, and I'm so excited about that because I love obviously chatting one-on-one to you, and I do have other guest episodes coming but I think what I might do is have them like one solo one guest one solo one guest so we have a little bit of like break and difference in the structure of the show this episode was voted by you guys I did put up a poll into the broadcast channel please join that if you haven't I will put a link to that in the notes and I was a little bit shocked (laughs) to see that this episode was voted for but It makes sense because when I go back through all the AMAs that I've done and even like through like DMs and things like that, even in the Facebook group, I get asked this so much. Like, how do I know when it's time to end my relationship or how do I know if I need to make this decision? And so hopefully I can give you some guidance in today's show. But as usual, before we get into it, I'm going to give you my highlight, gratitude and struggle. And I would love to hear yours. So please come into the Facebook group. Every single Monday, I put up a post. I write mine. Sometimes they're different the one that I write and the one that I give you on air, but I ask for yours and I love reading them. I read every single one. I do try to reply to them all. Obviously, we do get a lot of comments on all my platforms. I get quite a bit, but I do see them and I do read them. And it also counts as like your journaling activity for the day. Just leaving that comment, that's your journaling ticked off. So come and join the group and please do that. I'm going to start with my struggle first, and that is life has just been very full on as of late, and it will make a little bit more sense when I can explain some other things that have been going on. And I'm hoping that come like end of June, everything that I haven't really spoken about publicly can just be out in the open. All the other stuff going on in the background will be public knowledge. And yeah, I can just feel a little bit more calmer. I do have therapy tonight. As I said last week, I tried to change the appointment. She couldn't change it. My appointment is at four o'clock. I'm recording this at 10.30. So I've got to hang on till 4 p.m., but I should be fine. The good thing is, even though it's been a struggle, because I've had so much happening and so much on my plate, is that I do have the tools in place and I do know how to look after myself and I do know how to manage when times get tough. And I think my resilience is a lot better now than what it used to be. My tolerance for a lot at once is a lot better now, thanks to therapy. But yeah, sometimes I do need those appointments. (laughs) So I'm very much looking forward to it this afternoon. And I'll let you know next week how we go. (laughs) Now, my highlight, I have two. I had my best friend's 30th on Sunday, which was so beautiful. And it was just nice to like welcome my bestie into the 30s club because you guys know I had a bit of a meltdown about turning 30. If you're about to turn 30 and you're having a meltdown, go back and listen to the aging episode. But it's cool because now we're both 30 and I'm like, we're 30, flirty and thriving. And it's true if you've also just turned 32. My other highlight is I have a photo shoot on Saturday with Elite 11. I'm so excited because I get to model for them for their end of financial year campaign, which is like life goals. Love the brand. Love that like they've chosen me to do that photo shoot, but they have also chosen 10 community members. They opened up a competition, which I think is just the sickest thing. And they're giving 10 people the opportunity to model in that with me. And so some of those people 
are listeners of your safe space. Some of them are from my community. Some of them are from the Elite 11 community, but I'm so excited to spend the day with them. So excited to make memories. We're going to have so much fun and I love shoot days. I think they're just a vibe and I can't wait to meet everyone. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And then my gratitude, saving the best till last is you guys, because I am so eternally grateful, so hyper aware that I don't have my platform. I don't have the things I have. I don't have the opportunities, even the photo shoot opportunity and all the other stuff that's been happening lately without you. And I always say this, like what's mine is yours. It's ours. If I'm winning, you're winning, we're winning together. And I'm just so grateful. And it has really just shown me, especially with the jewelry launch and the way that you guys bloody sold us out. (laughs) Like, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I have no amount of words to actually explain that, but I truly am so grateful and there's never going to be a day that I'm not grateful. So I just hope you know that and how much I appreciate you. All right. Oh, that's a bit of a D&M from me. Big hug guys, group hug, but let's jump into the show. Today, we are going to talk about some of the signs that your relationship has run its course. I'm then going to give you some questions you can ask yourself before you end a relationship because I want you to basically get to that decision by yourself. I'm going to give you some information, give you some thoughts, give you some context, and then I want you to be able to go and make your own decisions. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do. And then there's a practical activity at the end. Now, as I said, this is not going to be an episode where I say, dump him, dump her, dump them. No, (laughs) I think maybe if you had have asked me in my early 20s, I would have been very quick to say, yeah, dump them. Like, fuck them. Like, you deserve better. But I truly think as I've gotten older and as I've aged and as I've learned how to communicate and as I've gone to therapy, I have learned that like most things can be resolved. Most things can be worked through. Relationships do take work. Relationships do take effort. And obviously with everything, I want to be a little bit more balanced, more nuanced and give you guys the tools to figure out when and how to know it's time that your relationship or it's time to end the relationship or that the relationship has run its course. I also note that it can be a very stressful time. So if you have clicked on this episode and you really wanted it and you're confused and you're going through it right now, I'm thinking of you. I know it can be super hard and it can be really confusing weighing up everything. And as I said, I just want this episode to give you that clarity. Now, the other two points I want to get to before we get into it is sometimes, yes, the relationship has run its course. Sometimes you might just be questioning it because of what's going on and it may need a little bit of work. It is so normal to question it. You are not a bad person for questioning it or wondering what if or wondering if this is it or wondering if this is what your future will look like. You're having a human experience and that's okay as well. And then the other thing I want to note is that I do definitely think a relationship should end if there has been any kind of emotional abuse or physical abuse. And so what I'm going to talk about today doesn't have any relation to that. But if you are experiencing that, please call 1-800-RESPECT. The number is 1-800-737-732. I'll put that in the notes as well because I feel like that is a different situation. And I also know it can be very hard to leave relationships like that. So if you are in one, please contact them. They'll be able to give you some resources and help and guidance to get you out of that situation and get you into safety. Now, we're going to go into the signs. There are obviously heaps of signs. I'm just going to give you my top 10. I feel like I could have probably given you 20 or 30. So if you like this episode, maybe we can do a part two. I'll let you guys vote on that. And I'm going to jump into them now. So the first sign 
that you guys may not be right for each other or that the relationship has run its course is the difference in your core values. Now, I speak about values a lot on this podcast. I think it's important that you know your own values. I think it's important that you date in line with your values. And I hope that the person you are with also has the same values or similar values. And I believe this more as I've gotten older. I think you can have different interests. You can have different hobbies. You can have different likes. But when it comes to your core values, I do think they need to be aligned. I'm not saying they have to be identical. As long as they are slightly overlapping, I think you can work with that. And when I'm talking about these values, I'm talking about things like communication, trust, respect, compassion, empathy, how you have conflict, how you manage your money, how you want to raise kids, what you see for your future. There are so many different relationship values that we could unpack And maybe that could be another podcast episode as well. But shared values are so important for longevity when it comes to a relationship. And as I said, I don't think they have to be identical. But if they are overlapping and more similar, I think you have a better chance at that long-term compatibility. Number two is conflict. Now, conflict in two ways. Either it is continuous, relentless conflict, or maybe you have gotten to a point where you don't even have the conflict anymore because you can't be bothered and you know that it's just not going to go anywhere. Or if you do have the conflict, it's going to blow up. So like you avoid it completely. There is a Instagram page or even a website. They do have both that I would recommend you following if you are finding yourself in a conflict cycle. It is called the Gottman Institute. They're one of my favorite relationship pages to follow. They have beautiful, beautiful information out there. Very, I think high value and can give you some like tips and guidance and unpack that a little bit more. But they believe that conflict is normal. And I've spoken about this, I think in an AMA episode, conflict is normal. But what matters is, is how the conflict is had, how the repair is had, if there is a repair at all. And obviously what you're arguing about as well. Conflict is not a bad thing, but when you have gotten to that point where you're fighting continually or really in that constant cycle or avoiding it altogether, that can be a sign that you guys may have run its course. Now, I think there's also another element there where the conflict can like cross into a line where one partner or maybe both of you are almost intentionally trying to hurt each other, maybe saying things, nasty things, and we can unpack conflict as well in another episode. But Some partners, because of that, may become very detached, very exhausted, and that can also cause a relationship to end or feel like it's run its course as well. Number three is the trust is broken in the relationship. Now, I don't necessarily mean cheating when I say that. Obviously, cheating can fracture trust in a relationship. I fully understand that. But I feel like there are other ways that trust can be broken and it can be little ways over a long period of time, whether it's a partner not keeping their word or a partner saying one thing to you and doing another or a partner slowly letting you down continually over a long period of time. I do think that trust can be rebuilt. I do think trust can be worked on. It does need to take both partners willingly to commit to that though. And I think especially if there has been like a deep sever of trust, you both need to work on the reason why that happened in the first place. Everything I'm talking about here with all of these little points or the 10 signs, I don't think any of them in isolation are super fatal. I think if you have more of them than less, obviously that's a a bit of an alarm bell situation. But if you have the ability to want to work through it and you both want to work through it, I think it can be work through and I think your trust can be rebuilt. Trust is part of that foundation of a healthy 
long-term relationship. And if enough cracks start to form or the cracks are super deep and there's no effort to repair that or no effort to fix it, that can also mean that it's run its course too. Number four is you are staying in the relationship for other reasons. And this is just justifying staying in the situation or staying in the relationship because you're scared. Maybe you're scared to hurt your partner. Maybe you've been with them for a really long time and you don't want to do that to them, even though you know deep down that that's what you want to do. Maybe you are living together. Maybe you own a house together. Maybe you rent together. Maybe you own like furniture and shit together. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you just don't want to unsettle the current dynamic. You know you're not happy, but you almost think it's just easier to stay. That's probably a sign that it's not the right relationship for you. And I know it can be hard to accept that. And I know it can be hard to sit with that. But that is yourself justifying when you deep down don't want to stay. I will give you an activity at the end on that, which will help you kind of weigh up those pros and cons and like the cost and value of leaving versus staying to help you kind of find peace with that if you are struggling with that. Number five is you don't see them in your future anymore. Now, I don't think that we have to plan out our next 10, 20, 30 years of life and know exactly what we want to do. Okay, I'm not someone that can do that. Maybe some people can do that. If you can, great. (laughs) I'm not sitting here saying that. But what I am saying is, can you see this person in your future? Can you see yourself growing with them? Can you see yourself evolving with them? Or do you have doubts about that? That could be a very clear sign. And I feel like for me anyway, the idea or what a healthy relationship, long-term relationship looks like is being able to grow. It's being able to adapt. It's being able to have each other's backs and change and evolve together and be able to like see that with your person moving forward. Obviously, if you don't see them in the future with you and you don't see them by your side or you don't want them by your side, then that could be a very clear sign as well. Number six, and this, I feel like, I've ended one of the relationships I've been in and this was a big one for me, but it is you stop sharing good news with your partner. And I noticed that when I ended that relationship, it was probably my second serious relationship in like my early 20s, but I had stopped wanting to like share the good news and wanting to tell him the things that were exciting or maybe something happened at work or maybe something happened at home or maybe something was happening in my friendships. Like I had stopped sharing stuff and I think it's almost like this subconscious thing that happens. Either firstly, your partner may not be excited for you or may not hold the space or may not care. Maybe that's why you subconsciously stop sharing and sometimes you do share and then they just give you nothing and that can also put you off. I also think that when you are in a really healthy relationship, sharing those moments and sharing those really positive experiences help you build a stronger foundation and help you build that bond together. And so it's one of like the best things I think about being in a relationship. And if you can't do that or you find yourself not doing that, that could be a very clear sign that things are not in the best place between you as well. Number seven is you feel drained by your partner or you dread spending time with them. And I'm not saying that you can never get sick of your partner because I know your partner can be annoying. You can be annoying. You might want time out from them. You might want space from them. That's okay. That's normal. I'm talking about being drained all the time. And all the things I'm talking about, I'm talking about experiencing them on like that higher end of the spectrum or over a longer period of time or over a higher frequency. Obviously, 
as I said, it's very good to have your own space. You don't want to have codependency in a relationship, but I think when you don't have that quality time anymore or you find it like not fulfilling or you are not looking forward to it or you don't want to do it, that's a, a way of your body physically telling you that you don't want to spend time with this person. And not that this is super related, but I do think there is something that happens and some of you might be able to relate to this because it's happened to me before in two relationships, the one that I ended it and then the other relationship, he ended it. But there was a change in my libido where I didn't want to have sex with him or want to be touched or even want to kiss my partner. And I kept thinking to myself, what's wrong with me? Like, why is this happening? And I almost think it was my body's way of getting the ick or like getting turned off or not wanting to do that because I knew or my body knew before my brain knew that this wasn't right for me. And I'm not saying that happens every time, but that definitely happened for me. And I think it was a mixture. Like I would feel drained and not want to spend that time with them. Obviously, not just in that department, but in general. And so if that's happening to you, that could also be a sign. Number eight, one or both of you has given up. And I think this is overarching. I think this can be related to any of the things I've just spoken about. But if both partners are willing, I think you could almost work through anything. And maybe that's an unpopular opinion. I feel like, yeah, I'm going to back, I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm going to back that because with the right communication, with even like some like third party help, like couples counseling or things like that, you could potentially work through anything if both partners are willing and committed. The problem arises when one partner isn't, or maybe both of you aren't and that's also okay if you have gotten to that point. I do believe if you have gotten to that point, though, it can be really hard to then make it through the other side or work through that. Now, the reason for that is it's really hard for one person to carry the relationship. It's really hard for one person, even if you don't want to give up and your partner has given up, it can be really emotionally exhausting, really emotionally damaging for you to continue to try and fight for it when they don't want to. And as I mentioned, I... I'm a big fan of couples counseling. I know some people might roll their eyes and be like, oh, what's the point? But if you haven't given up and your partner hasn't given up and you don't know how to have the conversation or you don't know how to get to that next point, having that impartial third person or that impartial third party can help you get there. They can just teach you how to have the conversations. They can teach you how to manage the conflict. They can teach you all the things that, you know, we don't necessarily get taught at school or maybe from our caregivers as a young as young children, but they can help guide you and help give you that guidance if you are at that point. Number nine is there is no reason. <laughs> sometimes the relationship has just run its course and sometimes you just have this urge to end the relationship and you don't have a reason. And sometimes that can keep people in relationships as well when they don't want to be in them. But it's important that you listen. And that's because sometimes no reason is a reason as well. And you just have to back your own decision and back what you're feeling. No Google search, no friends, no podcast, not even me today can give you the right answer. Any decision you make is always going to be the right answer or the right decision anyway. But you know best and you have to listen to that. And some people will say that's your intuition. I think it is. If your intuition is telling you that this is not right or that you want out, don't be afraid to listen to that. And I think it's important that you don't because you don't want to waste years of your life knowing that you want to make a decision but being too scared to. So if you have that, 
or you're feeling that while listening to this podcast as well, then please listen to it. And then number 10, lucky last, but kind of related to the last one. If you were searching or wondering or confused and you clicked on this podcast episode, that might be a sign that your relationship has run its course. Now, I hope that I've given you some clarity and I hope that I've given you some guidance, but I really think the best way to go about it is just to listen to this podcast, sit with it, even sleep on it, and then maybe come back in a few days and do the journaling, which I'm going to give you in a second, and then make your decision from there. I know that it can be really confusing and scary and a point in your life where you don't even really want to make that decision or think that you would get there, but it doesn't have to be like that. And I think if you do the following journaling activity and you do some of these practical tips, it can give you that peace of mind in this too. Now, I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself. And what I would love for you to do is if you haven't already get a journal out, you can even use your notes on your phone, you're going to ask yourself these. I'm going to tell you them and I want you just to consider them and write down anything that comes to you. So the first question is, am I willing to do the work to get back on track with this relationship? So write down whatever comes up and then is my partner willing to do the work to get back on track with this relationship? I want you to then write down, are you guys stuck in any poor communication or conflict cycles? And if you don't know if you are, but you feel like you are, write down whatever's coming up. Maybe you have to ask yourself a couple of these questions a few times, but I think it's really important that you unpack this before making any decisions because that can just help you as well. Have you two drifted apart or have you just stopped choosing each other? So maybe the dynamic has changed between you. Maybe things are getting in the way. Maybe you have genuinely drifted or maybe you just have stopped prioritizing each other. So write that down too. Are the initial sparks gone? Has the honeymoon period ended? Or have you just moved into a different chapter or season of the relationship? Now, obviously I am single at the moment, but when I have been in long-term relationships, I've even seen the relationship not be on a roller coaster, but you go through different phases, you go through different seasons, you move through different things. And I also understand that sometimes we can have our own things happening in our own life, which can also impact the relationship. And there's a question on that as well. Sometimes you might just be going through like a low patch together. Maybe you are still meant to be together and it hasn't run its course, but you're just going through it together right now. That's okay as well. Unpack that. I think there's also something there about that honeymoon period ending, all those initial sparks gone. I feel like when you first meet someone, obviously it's like very exciting. (laughs) There's lots of new emotions happening. You're getting to know them. That spark can feel like, I don't know, excitement, anxiety, things like that. Once you have been with someone for a really long time, you feel safe with them. You feel familiar to them. And so no wonder that kind of lessens and you may not feel that initial spark, but it's not a bad thing. I don't know if it's necessarily the spark that you want. Maybe it's just commitment or maybe you want to add some intimacy or work on that with each other instead. I love this one. Are your needs not being met? Are you voicing them or are you not voicing them? So sometimes I think in a relationship, your needs or your partner can not meet all your needs, which is fine. I don't think a relationship is there to meet every single one of your needs. I think You can meet your own needs. Things in your life can meet your needs. Yes, your relationship will meet some of your needs as well. But are you asking your partner for what you need? Do you need to communicate that better? Is your partner asking you for what they need? Do they need to communicate that better? Unpack that. 
And then the last question, I think this one is super important, is, is your relationship the issue or are there other areas of your life causing you stress right now? Because this can happen as well. If you are going through it at work with your family, with your friends or any other area of your life, that can then trickle out and you can then feel it in your romantic relationship. So unpack that as well. And then the activity, which I spoke about earlier, and I also spoke about it in an AMA episode. I cannot for the life of me remember which one, but it is an episode where I think it's called making hard decisions. I think that was one of the questions someone was asking about making a decision. And I do this activity whenever I have to make any decisions, whether I am deciding on moving states, taking a job, making a really hard choice when it comes to something in my career or in my relationships or in my friendships, I would do this activity. I also have something to say about those people that are like, if you have to write a pros and cons list, like their relationship's already over. I call bullshit on that because this activity, well, yes, it is essentially a pros and cons list. It actually helps you have awareness It helps you get it out on paper, get it out of your head. It reduces the confusion. It allows you like the space to actually assess what it is that you want and it helps you make the most informed decision. So I don't necessarily think, oh, if you have to write this down, then it's already done. This can help you get to that point or it can help you realize, hey, we actually have to work on a few things. We're both willing to and maybe it's time not to throw in the towel. Now, this activity is called the cost versus value list. On one side, you've got the costs. On the other side, you've got the value. And then you have your decision on the top. So obviously your decision would be, do I end, do I end this relationship? Do we break up? Whatever it is, put that at the top. And then I want you to write out all of the things that it will cost you if you are to leave the relationship. Maybe write, write as many as you want. I was going to give you a number. Write as many as you want with whatever will come to you. And then on the other side, I want you to write all the things you are getting and value from staying. And with this activity, I'm even happy for you to do it over a few days. Sleep on it. You don't have to hurry and do this activity right now and make your decision right now. Like, no, there's no urgency. Sit with it. Let it settle. Let your emotions settle. Maybe come back to it. Maybe things will come to you during the week or over a period of a few days. Let that happen. You don't have to rush to make any decisions and you don't have to rush to make any judgments, especially if you are right now in the thick of it and your emotions are really heightened and you are panicking. Give yourself some space. Give yourself some grace. It's going to be okay. I also want to just end on this. Whatever decision that you will make is the right one. And I feel like if you are going through it right now, I'm sending you lots of love. And if you have any specific questions, because I didn't take any listener questions for this episode, I did plan this one yesterday. And I would love to kind of unpack some more listener questions. So you can feel free to drop that in the AMA question box every Monday night, or you can even come into the Facebook group and share it there. Because I feel like, There are going to be people listening who have been in that situation and then ended the relationship and it be the best thing that they've ever done. Or there are going to be people listening who have gone through it and stayed and then had the best relationship that they've ever had. And now they're thriving and healthy and they're in a long-term ongoing relationship. And so there is no right or wrong. Whatever decision you make, as I said, will be the right one. 
and come into the group and we can unpack it and chat about it together. But guys, we can wrap the show there. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on Instagram. Mine is at Adele Marie. The podcast is Your Safe Space Pod. Join the Facebook community. Join the, well, no, you can't join Spotify. Actually, you can follow us on Spotify. Leave us a rating on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple. I love reading those and it helps me when you do that because word of mouth helps the podcast quite a bit. Please tell someone if you like this episode, share it with them or share it on your stories while you're listening. And I hope that you have a lovely rest of your weekend and a lovely week ahead. I will see you guys on Friday. Look after yourselves and come into the Facebook group if you're not already. All right, bye.